Welcome to Confidence Leads to Success podcast. Get ready for your weekly dose of Confidence Booster with inspirational stories of women across the globe. The one and only podcast made to empower women through fashion, wealth, health, well-being and more. Hello, ladies. I am Elif Kyose and this is Confidence Leads to Success. Yet another inspirational story about to merge here and I'm so excited to have my next guest, Fiona Miles, with me. I have happened to found her through one of my Facebook groups that I'm a member of. And as you know, I'd like, I like bringing stories that will inspire us and, it, and, and give, us, give us inside information of everything in life. So today I've got Fiona Miles with me. She is a creator of Adoption Designs. We'll come back to that. Mm-hmm. And she's a published author of two books around adoption. Fiona aims to help adoptees to realize their full potential, to enable them to get up from crippling fears and confidence issues stemming from feeling like they don't fit in. And she runs an adoption confidence building mentorship programs to help them. And I I feel this is such an important mission to have because um, sometimes you can feel that you don't belong and having somebody next to you who understands your feelings it is so good so hi fiona welcome hi <laughs> thanks for having me it is so good to have you here and we're so we're excited to have you and we would like to hear more about um what does adoption design mean <laughs> well adoption designs really it's something that i've created so that i can make statement wear for adoptees because you know with my own story of coming through all the adoption trauma and everything and being in a place where I had little or no confidence to being in a place now where I'm I'm really quite happy to make that statement that yes I am a little different because I'm adopted so my adoption designs sort of focus on you know this is me I'm adopted or warning I'm adopted you know just little quirky sayings that you know can let people know that yeah you are adopted so you know that's possible that why do you why do you think that that you needed to need to um to make that statement to 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 differentiate yourself that you are adopted Do, do you think there is in the society a place where people need to know the difference between adopted or or a biological child with living with the families I think what happens is, or or what happened in my case was, you know, coming through life, I was adopted into a family where my two siblings were their children and I was in the middle. So it was always kind of pointed out that I was different, you know, because I didn't look like them. I didn't behave like them. You know, I didn't look like my mum and dad. It wasn't so much about the parents. It was so much outsider's point, was it? Yes, yes, yeah. Yeah, people would actually, I actually had one visitor that came to visit my mum and dad and they sort of said, oh, doesn't your daughter look like you? And doesn't your son look like you? And then they pointed to me in the middle and said, and, uh, you know, does she belong to the postman? Thinking it was really funny, like a joke. But for me being a little adoptee who was struggling to, to come to terms okay. with being adopted, it was just crippling. Yeah, I hear you. I really hear you. It's funny you say that because I have actually made a mistake one day in um, 
in a conversation with a couple I knew from the village I live. We went for a Sunday lunch once. I'd like to share this story as it came. I didn't actually think of it till this moment. Funny. And, and they had their beautiful daughter with them. And she used to always pop in to see me in my boutique. And in the conversation, I said, she doesn't look any of, she doesn't look like you both at all. Who does she look like? I said, and that's when they said to me, well, she's actually adopted. And I felt really bad, <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't mean it that way. Like I just didn't, I just didn't mean it that way. But I, I, then I felt, I can see what you mean. And I just felt really bad. And I thought, why does it matter if they look like that? But they didn't mind sharing that she is adopted and he, she didn't mind being adopted, but it might have made her feel, you know, mm. crippling. Yeah. <laughs> it might, I mean, as a child, it certainly, it certainly didn't have a good effect on me. You know, that kind of statement being made, albeit in jest by the person, not meant to hurt anybody. But, you know, because he didn't know I was adopted, you know, and I feel like, you know, my family should have maybe made their friends aware that I was adopted. So they didn't say anything, you know. It's that sensitivity, isn't it? The, the using the right words. I think sometimes when we, without knowing, with no bad intentions, sometimes people have these conversations, like even if, if it's only around your weight, if it might be around your hair color, it might be around your skin color. People seem to make these conversations to have conversations without thinking what kind of an emotional effect that may have on somebody. Yeah, yeah. And as far as confidence is concerned, you know, my confidence was knocked all the way through, you know, my, my growing up stage because I had no confidence in who I was for a start because I was adopted. And then when it was pointed out later on in life as well as a teenager, mm. um, again, you know, you're, you're kind of thrown to the back of the, the confidence pile because you just feel like you don't fit in. Nobody wants to know you because you're different. And it's all, it's an emotional minefield, really. It must be. It is so fascinating. Um, so how how one can how I mean, I can see the, the children who've been adopted by families. I have got so many friends who have adopted children and I never knew they were adopted because they love them so much. Um, uh, but for for outsiders, for us, for me, how could we make a difference in our reactions and conversations to not make people the way you felt and affect their confidence? I think it's just really being aware that, that you know, that child is adopted. You know, if you know the child is adopted, obviously it's more helpful because then you can yeah. sort of move I away didn't know. From, from some of the, the cliched stuff like, oh, you don't look like your parents and stuff like that. But, you know, if you do know that the children are adopted, then you're probably going to be more aware of not falling in that minefield. But I think for, for my own particular story, I was brought up in the 60s and 70s where a lot of the social service intervention wasn't there. Whereas today, a lot of children now, they get um, letterbox contact, they get family contact, they get more information about who they are, where they've come from, which goes a long way to settling them you know emotionally yeah. and and in their identity as well so their confidence you know isn't you know hit so hard by that complete unknown identity thing so I think it's us older Sorry. adoptees that feel the real struggle 
how do you think someone can build confidence not knowing their in their heritage and, and not knowing where they come from is such an important point you just made there because I I mean the, my my interview series called confidence leads to success and and I can see the way you I mean you you're confident now which made you successful but it I can see that's why you started your uh, mentorship programs to help people to build that what can what can one do to actually build their confidence i think you know what for, for my own story for me i veered off as a, a very young girl into drug addiction and alcohol addiction uh, got myself into an awful amount of um very difficult circumstances that caused me a lot of trauma on top of my adoption trauma and then I came out of that and at my story I came out of that into a place of faith so I became a Christian and then I began to build a balance again of emotional you know and an all-round well-being and then I began to emerge as as, as the person I am from that and I realized I'm, I'm actually I'm actually a really talented person. I've actually got a lot of creativity. You know, I have a lot to give. You know, I'm a very caring person, a loving person. And all of that was kind of hidden, buried under, you know, a mound of trauma and traumatic emotions that I wasn't able to deal with as a young person. So, you know, it's coming out of that and then and realising that you do have a lot to give. That is lovely. It's lovely. I think what happens is we, we forget to actually go within ourselves when it comes to um, finding the inspiration and finding the finding the solution. Sometimes it's really actually just nicely hidden within us, in our heart, in our in our souls. And if you could just if you could just give yourself that that value, if you could just give yourself the opportunity to to find you. Yeah. You're actually beautiful. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and we all have dreams, regardless of, of, of what situation you're in or what trauma you've suffered or, or life circumstances. Within us all, there is a dream. We all have a dream. We all have something we want to pour out, you know, and, and, and happen. And for me, that dream, you know, has always been to help other adoptees, to help them to get over, you know, the feelings that they're feeling because we're kind of in a position where, because we've been adopted, and I was adopted in the most wonderful family. I had a wonderful parents and wonderful brother and sister. It was me that had the problem. And I always felt like I needed to be grateful and, you know, not make a fuss, you know, about what I was feeling because why should I be out there giving it all rage and angst and whatever when I should be very grateful that this family took me in? You know, so that you have the two sort of, raging sets of emotions and because I think it's, it's a choice isn't it it's, it's life is all about choices we make we all we all have I've never met anyone who hasn't been through adversity had problems had trauma but it's a choice of how you want to live with it and deal with it um, yeah. and I can see that you 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 were courageous enough to 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 give yourself a chance to actually look at the positive side of everything yeah. Um, yeah. And just, I think, having the courage to to find that gift yes. within you. Yes. And stepping out in it, stepping out in it, you know, and getting the right people around you, you know, and, 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 and building up, 
that inner person, that inner creativity and building on that confidence so that you can launch yourself out there because regardless of how shy or introverted or whatever it is you are, that creativity is there and you just need to let it out in whatever way suits what, you. What was your first what was that first date or what I don't know if you remember. I know this is never it's like a one light bulb moment happens and you suddenly change your life over and it's usually accumulative feelings. But what was that first feeling you can recall that made you realise that you've got more to give? I think really just coming to that point of understanding that okay, that all happened to you, but let's turn this around for good. Let's just turn this around. You can wallow all there, all over there, as long as you like, in your trauma, in your fear, in your confusion. But is that helping anybody? No, it isn't. So get yourself up and start using what's happened to you to bring other people into a good, safe space. Oh, makes me emotional. It's so beautiful. It is so true. It's like we have... Uh, we all have problems like you say I mean even in the day like today just now come I was going to I mean I'm at home right now ladies um inter doing my interview and it's supposed to be from my boutique uh, but the internet connections was playing up and I just decided to come here so I could have just cancelled and see the problem I could mm. see oh there's a problem there's no internet I have to cancel and just give myself aggravation for nothing it's a choice, really. Yeah, yeah. I totally I totally get you because my daughter has hidden my makeup <laughs> and I couldn't find it. And I was like, oh, no, I'm going to have to sit on here with no makeup on. It was like, so you're beautiful without makeup anyway. So Exactly. I think I was going to ask you, uh, that was my, going to be my next question. Uh, do you have family of your own now? Well, I have, which is a story in itself, and this is why the books have been written. I have one daughter who is six. My daughter is my great niece from the family I was adopted out of. It's an absolutely unique story, you know, and, and, and having her really brought home to me the, the, that urge, that desire to get adopted people on the radar of getting, making sure that you're growing up with confidence because I want this lovely little girl to grow up with the confidence I never had growing up, you know, and so wonderful. she knows she's not ours, but she, know, she knows exactly where she came from because I'm able to tell her because, and I am actually her blood relative, even though I was adopted out of that family. It's the most incredible story. Oh, I love that. Tell us a little bit. <laughs> Well, it's, it's one of those stories where it's very much, in the beginning, it's very much faith-based because I've never been able to have children. Um, part, you know, part and parcel of the beginnings of my teenage years, I was involved in drugs and alcohol, as I've said, and prostitution. And I was badly beaten up and I, I lost a little boy that I didn't even know I was pregnant with. And I've never been able to fall pregnant from that day to this. So I'd always wanted children never been able to have them. I went to a, a Christian conference and I was told there, I believe by God, that I would have a child at 50. So I was like, how on earth is this going to happen? You know, so, but long story short, this wonderful little child was placed in our care six weeks before I was 51. So, you know, that, that promise came to pass and she's actually flesh of my flesh and bone of my bone. 
and and she has red hair to match my husband <laughs> which is incredible as well so nobody would know that she's adopted looking at her because she looks like me she has my cheeky little face and she has his red hair so oh. it's been an amazing journey with her and how I'm old really, is she now she's six now she's how six. wonderful how wonderful you know fiona it's it makes my heart sing to see people like yourselves out there you know you could have you could have made the choice in your life because you have been through adversity and trauma and all that problems in your life. You could have been full of anger and be angry with world and 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 be aggressive, be horrible, be 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 nasty. But you choose to to turn that darkness, a bit like a Lotus Sutra. You 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 choose to to just blossom in your work in your life and and actually be in light to other people's life it is just so inspiring thank, thank you. you it actually made me very emotional thank you <laughs> it is lovely to see people and it's so good to see that you are actually helping other adoptees to to come out of that and see the positive and be the light and mm. and beacon light to other people's life yeah yeah I think it, we know one light can touch another and that light can continue on. And like all of my stories documented in my book, eh, No Darkness Too Deep. So um, I am I, going to share all the information about you and your books on the show notes so people get to know you more and get to contact you. If anybody, ladies, if you're listening, if you know anybody uh, or if you are one that needs help with these, um fiona would love to help you wouldn't you fiona yes absolutely yeah absolutely it is so good and i'm so happy that we our paths crossed and i managed to i managed to uh, have you on my interview series <laughs> thank you it's been lovely thank you so much is there anything that i forgot to ask you that people need to know about you just no not really I, I'm just happy to help you know I have a confidence that I can share I have a past that I can share I can tell you how I managed to get from A to B you know to where I am now and I can also help you to get a lot further than I am you know I'm very good at encouraging and signposting and and, and helping people to, to go further than I've ever been you know as well that's something that's very close to my heart is just being that foundational step for other women to, to go and reach their full potential because I, I know what my dream is, I know what my ambition is, and that is to see others rise way above wherever I am at the moment. I love it. It is so good. My last question before I let you go and continue inspiring and helping others is, um, what does confidence mean to you? I would say confidence means to me being able to step out and do the things that you know you want to do, you know, and, and, and being able, you know, to, 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 to connect with people and, and confidently tell people, you know, what your passion is and confidence, confidence in knowing what your passion is helps you to be confident in, in passing that passion on. I love it. Thank you so much. Thank you, Fiona. It has been a great honour to have you. I no hope problem. you enjoyed as much as I did. I did. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's been lovely. Thank you. Ladies, thanks for joining in to our interview. Um, and I will continue to do this to share my stories 
and at stories of other inspirational, courageous leaders to enlighten the world and be the light for everyone. Thank you for joining and I will see you on the next episode. Thank you. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you would like to help support the podcast, please share it with your friends, post about it and leave us a rating and review because it will help me reach out to so many other women who are looking to listen to that story of someone to help them achieve their goals. So here is to your confidence.